this is where the fun begins. Welcome to the CantoCast, where the geek conversation runs deep and the Star Wars chatter gets deeper. So grab a snack and settle in, because Tristan, Jeff, and Jason are coming at you. We would be honored if you would join us. So who talks first? You talk first? I talk first? Welcome everyone back to the Canto Cast. I'm Tristan. I'm Jeff. I'm Jason. And today we have a very varied lineup um, coming with you. Coming to you, we have uh, some Marvel stuff, some DC stuff, and some Star Wars stuff. So kind of hitting uh, three big parts of uh, our geek fandom here. And usually we start with the Star Wars side of things. So if you guys, if you guys want to start with Star Wars, or if you want to switch it up and go maybe into Marvel or DC first, I, I'm game for whatever you guys want to do. Why don't we start I'm with cool. Star Wars? I'm, I'm, just saying, I'm cool with whatever, we, whatever you guys want to do. Okay, we'll, we'll keep it traditional then, just roll back to Star Wars first. Um, unfortunately, there is some not so new, good news coming from the gaming side of the Star Wars universe. Surprise, yeah. surprise. <laughs> um, for those of you who don't know, Actually, I think it'd be best to kind of maybe explain their situation from when it started. So, originally, um, EA had hired one of their studios. It was um, Visceral. Visceral. They hired yeah, Visceral. Visceral. And they put Amy Henning in charge of you if you didn't know who Amy Henning is. She did the Uncharted games. So, Which excited me to no end. Right? Like, everyone was super excited for it. And pretty much she and her, you know, the team at Visceral was in charge of creating a single-player um, Star Wars game, and, you know, that seems perfectly reasonable, right? Like, we've gotten dozens of single-player Star Wars games in the past, never gotten one from EA before. It was all looking great. They revealed some concept art and some early in-game footage, and they revealed, actually, some of the tidbits of the story. It was really cool. You're going to play as kind of... You're going to be set in between episodes three and four, and you're kind of playing as this, not this defector, but someone who, you know, who's... You were off world. You were... You were from Alderaan, but you were off-world, never blew up, and now there's like that whole crisis, and you kind of go rogue and start becoming like a bounty hunter, and start going after people, and it was it sounded like a really, really cool premise, but much to our demise, um, not, not EA, surprised there, not surprised, but to our demise, EA canceled it because they didn't think of making enough money, because if you guys know anything about EA's business models, it is very very much um, centered around microtransactions. If you play FIFA or Madden, you know exactly. Or Battlefront. Or Battlefront even. Or Battlefield. You know exactly what we're talking about. They love to hit you with more price tags after you already fork over $60 to play their game. Which, we can, we, we, and we'll get to that here in a few minutes. I'm just kind of explaining <laughs> history. So, I have a lot to say. But, so, yeah, same here. they said, okay. They, so then they took it to EA Vancouver. And EA Vancouver was in charge of it. I think EA is pretty much like, hint, hint, this is why, you know, we canceled this and shut down the studio. Make a change. Well, they didn't make a change. Well, they did make changes, actually. They were developing it into more of an open-world game, so I guess it was more of a kind of like a linear, kind of traditional single-player game. Which Vancouver, is fine. Which is fine. I mean, I'm not complaining. That sounds awesome still. Yeah. It's still it makes for a great story. Um, but... You know, EA Vancouver is like, okay, well, maybe they want us to change it, make it a little bit more kind of, I guess, I guess non-traditional. Let's make it open-world Star Wars game. And, and, you know, so that was getting developed. There was probably, you know, we look at, like, GTA and Red Dead Redemptions, you know, how they work. Okay, there's definitely money for microtransactions. I thought it was going to be a win-win. EA would get what they wanted with their microtransactions, which is whatever, you know. Okay, fine. And then but we've been getting an open-world Star Wars game. That was the most important thing. Well... About a week or two ago, it was announced that EA Vancouver has now has their Star Wars game canceled, which now leaves us with absolutely nothing. And the project is dead in its tracks after probably thousands of man hours were poured into it. And apparently, one of the uh, one of the EA Vancouver developers said, whenever EA was coming, I guess to check up on them, they pretty much said, "Where's your FIFA?" Which <laughs> makes me want to scream. Because FIFA and Star Wars do not work the same. I, I, I think that it's, it's insane that we have to even say that. But because FIFA generates 
like I think like a billion dollars a year just in like microtransactions alone. They wanted that, but in, in like a Star Wars copy and paste scan. <laughs> and now we're left with nothing. And it's been let's see, they got the license in what, 2012, 2013? 2012, yeah, 2012. 2012. It's 2019. Seven years. Seven years and not two a games. single single-player video game has come out. We've gotten two remakes of already pre-existing games. Two, two remakes. Two um, inferior remakes. Right. They couldn't even get the remakes right. And because now that 2015, that 2015 Battlefront, oh, I yeah, I showed out for that. Whatever this super yeah, duper yeah. Del- uh, deluxe edition. I, I, and I then I yeah, I threw down another sixty bucks for the season pass, yep, and yep. I did not get my money's worth I, whatsoever. And of course, I was stupid and bought the deluxe edition of Battlefront too. But. I uh, I I showed out a hundred and ten dollars for. About yep, that's exactly what I showed out. And I was disappointed, but I will say I put in like a hundred twenty hours in that game, so I did get my money's worth. But it was a very grindy, repetitive process. Now I will say. The DLC in that game was absolutely spectacular, in that it helped. It helped lighten the blow of the disappointing, you know, lack of overall content one era. But the, the DLC was, it was good. I'm, I'm, I'll give them that. Your DLC, EA, was good in that game. But the problem but is, forward, it was, the problem is, it was too little, too late at that point. Yeah, because the people you lost, like me, yeah, you know, we just never went back. Yeah, and you know, I, I, I was 15 at the time. It didn't take much to satisfy me. It was Star Wars in, you know, current-gen graphics, which was enough for me for the first bit. And then the DLC has kept me, you know, kind of just stringing along. And then eventually the game died, so you couldn't even play it because it wasn't even single-player. So you were just stuck with empty lobbies, you know, and stuck onto, like, one one mode for the one main base game. It was like, come on, you know, that's... The, the, the game died, and it was... It, it, I don't know. Again, fast forward to 2017 now. We get Battlefront 2. And we talked about this earlier when it first came out in the Kanto cast. That game... Um, how, do, how do I put this? Uh, shit hit the fan, I guess. <laughs> it's the easiest way to put it. They, yeah. they put this, this gambling, pay-to-wins, you know, dynamic, and it infuriated people who didn't even buy the game. And that, it, it was, it, it blew up. EA stopped, I mean, crashed. It was yeah, insane. I mean, they, they had countries investigating them. That's yeah, how, yeah, that's no. how much it, yeah, EA was invest, and even was, like, freaking banned in some, like, Belgium. Yeah. Banned in Battlefront 2. Until because it, it's gambling. Because it's gambling. It's gambling. It really was. It was pay money, get a random, you know, get a random item that you, that may or may not make your character more, you know, more powerful in the game, so you get an advantage over other players. Is exactly how it went. And then, so they spent six months at least, if not to a year. No, I say it was a year because we didn't get hardly any content until Geonosis. Between the Last Jedi and Geonosis, we got like one map on Kessel, but that was it. And that was it was that was disappointing. Anyways, so with this supposed, you know. Battlefront 2 thing. We, we, we have gotten hardly anything. I paid $60. I just bought, you know, the, the standard edition. And I, I have I have over 220 hours in that game. But if it weren't for the Star Wars skin, I wouldn't have nearly that many hours. Because that game has failed on a few different levels. Well, it's just, the thing is, too, like, you know how you said, like, there was hardly any... DLC content between The Last Jedi outside of the Kessel thing is I believe they had DLC planned out, but then with the massive negative reaction to everything, where they basically had to pretty much rebuild the game. Yeah. You know, be, to, yeah. to make it more of a single player, uh, more, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? More of a, uh, uh, crap. It's kind of like a, like a welcoming experience. Like, uh, right. to get, like the casual people. Uh-huh. Exactly. Uh, and they say basically had to build the game, uh, you know, rebuild the game. But of course, again, same thing would happen. Battlefront, the first Battlefront in 2015, they lost me, and I only just like two months ago finally played the second half of uh, <clears throat> Iden Versio's storyline. 
you figure that's been out for a, what almost a year and a half at this point. Yeah, it's been out. Since you know, it's like yeah, like once once they lose people, it's hard to get them back. It is hard to get them back, and they're lucky because it is Star Wars. So it, that makes it easier because but of see, the, the, but the see, you know what though, <clears throat> you know what though, I don't like. The, I mean, I get what you're saying, and that to me, if that's if that's the attitude that they have, which it seems like they have, it's like, well, we're gonna slap Star Wars no, on it, that, that, that's and you idiots will buy it. That's frustrating because it, it's don't, don't don't put out don't put out a piece of crap and throw a Star Wars logo on it and go, well, you're gonna love it. Yeah, yeah, it stinks, right. but it, but it's Star Wars, so. It's, it's it, yeah, it, yeah. That, that like it's sad that that's the excuse. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, it really is. Uh, and, and you know, it's just it's it's so frustrating. It's like Disney has done well with Star Wars so far. You know, they they've done well, except for the big the big problem is it's not that EA is making Star Wars games. The bigger problem is EA is isn't making Star Wars games. The even bigger problem is that EA was able to get an exclusivity contract with Disney. Well, that's on Disney's. That, that's Disney. Right, but that, that's the big problem, because think about it. Once they made 2015, they said, oh, okay, well, now we know what they're going to be like. They could have just hired another studio, or another publisher, I should say, to make a single-player game. We would probably have two different single-player games right now if they didn't have exclusivity rights. Disney has to be sitting there thinking we made a huge mistake. Yeah, I know Bob Iger has had you know he's he's called the executives personally, especially whenever because here's the thing: it not only does it tarnish EA and it tarnishes them way more, but it also tarnishes Star Wars because people <laughs> associate Star Wars video games in the modern day with just with mediocrity and controversy, and it just does not help for the overall picture. And the thing, too, is, okay, we had Solo in May, okay? And now we're not going to have Episode 9 till December. Right. You could have had a single-player game release in that, like, time frame to tide you over until, until Episode 9. Oh, yeah. To have, and that's exactly what I think Disney wanted. They wanted, in the downtimes between the movies, to have something like a video game to... To, yeah, you know, keep your interest, exactly. Right. And EA has failed miserably with that. But then again, EA has failed miserably with a lot of things, and Disney sh Disney should have done their research before they went into a deal with them. Well, they probably did do their research, but unfortunately they probably did it money-wise. EA does make a lot of money. They do. Yeah, they I mean, do. You look at, especially on sports games like Madden and FIFA are the two I can think of. I don't know how NHL is. I don't follow NHL. But because of my, you know, interest, I guess, in the gaming industry, I do follow FIFA, and they make, like I said, make billions a year off of their microtransactions, off of the Ultimate Team. So it's like, yeah, you pay, you pay to, you know, buy these cards, and you make it a good player. And and EA wants that for for Star Wars. Like, oh my gosh, we can use Star Wars like we use FIFA to make us a billion dollars a year. But see, that's that's the other problem is they are not in it for, you know, let's make games. No, to, they're not in it for the fans. For people. Exactly. For and case in point is freaking Bioware went yeah. to EA and said, people, we've noticed online, especially a lot lately now with Star Wars' resurgence, people want a nice little old Republic 2. Can we make it? And EA said no. Or 3. 3. One of 3. That's what I meant. Is yeah. it what I say, 2? Yeah. Yeah, I'm at three, and EA yeah. said no. Yeah, and it's Which like that just tells you everything you need to know. Exactly, because at least and and even with Disney, like they've made Star Wars feel like it's for the fans, right? Like it, it's been like this whole yeah. thing is for the fans. Like sure, they've made money, but it's felt genuine and it's felt very sincere in everything they've done, except for you know EA, the EA thing. And it's always been like for Star Wars, EA, like it's always been a fans. It's always been a fans franchise, which has been amazing, you know, to be a part of. But you you come and, and you know in twenty twelve, EA gets uh, you know gets the um, the license. I you know I was twelve years old. I didn't even know EA had the license until I saw the original, the first trailer for Battlefront One. I get really excited because I loved the Battlefront games when I was a kid. I thought it was going to be like that. And then you, know, you play it. Like, you go, like, "This is not my Battlefront." Yeah, it's like a 
like, oh yeah, look at this 20v20 mode where you have to like find a token to play the hero. I'm like, no! No, you know, that's my Saturday mornings, you know, whenever I was a kid, or even like up to that point, like, no, I'm, I, you know, I load up, you know, the, the, the original Battlefront 2 from 2005, and like, I hop into an AT-AT, or I hop into, you know, some sort of vehicle, and just go around, you know, the Battlefront, just blowing up stuff, and, you know, shooting clone troopers and droids, and running around and stuff, but, you know, but no, it turns into this, this everything, this put mess. everything behind a wall. Yeah. Pretty and much. You have to like just not even there at the game. Not even there at the yeah. game. I mean, it's so bare bones. It's almost like they rushed it out. Yeah, it's it, it's just it's it's infuriating um, how how it is how how it's worked and oh man, and we do have you know we do have a little glimmer of hope. We do have Jedi Fallen Order, which is yeah, not canceled yet. That's coming out holiday of 2019, so this year. I'll believe it when I see it. When I actually Thanks, play it. It, 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 uh, I mean, as far as we know, it's going just fine, but, oh, man, it is the only thing that's hanging on for dear life at this point. Everything else has been slashed through by the, by the, the financial moguls, if you won't even call them that. I don't even think they're that smart financially, because EA has not made smart financial decisions, um, you know, with Star Wars. It, it and it's ridiculous, like, sure, like, you're... I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to take a knock on FIFA players at all. I think it's perfectly, you know, fine. I, I love American football and, you know, football, soccer, whatever you want to call it. Like, I, I watch it and I like sports. But the type of people that are going to be sitting down and playing FIFA versus the type of people that will be sitting down and playing something from, like, Star Wars, like Battlefront or these single-player games, those are two different people. You have to recognize your, your, your market, your market audience. The people that are playing the sports games are probably going to be willing to pay an extra few bucks here and there for their ultimate team to try to get, you know, a better uh, a better player. But the people playing, you know, a Star Wars game, they don't, that's not how they roll. Let's just be honest. They're, they're just they're just not going to fall for it. And they're going to say something whenever they don't like it. Yep. And again, I'm not trying to take a knack on any of the FIFA players at all. I'm just saying there's just two different players. One community is either used to or doesn't mind microtransactions, and one community absolutely despises them. It is kind of like the antithesis of gaming for them. And a lot of Star Wars, you know, gamers are also hardcore gamers. They've been playing video games their whole life. You know, they've, they've been playing stuff like either, like, I don't know, Zelda or any anything else. Any other single-player thing you can even think of. And a lot of these, you know, sports games players only play sports games, so it's different. <coughs> Yeah, it's just it's frustrating. It is very frustrating, and I Jeff, hope. Jeff, are you I'm, still are you still here? Yeah. <laughs> what you, you talking to me? You still here? You talking? <laughs> uh, I guess it's very quiet. I, I guess everyone can tell who the video non video game player is. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, Jeff. We're probably boring you to tears. I'm just listening and nodding off. Um, <laughs> oh, but. I just hope whenever their license expires in 2012, 2023, whenever the 10 years, whenever the decade of tyranny, do you want to call it? Decade, decade of, I don't even know what you want to, just decade of awfulness ends. I hope that Disney runs away from EA and never looks back. Because they have totally dropped the ball on this. How, how when you have a galaxy worth of content to make a, a video game after, do you not have a single... <laughs> original game out in over seven years. And I get it. It takes time to develop games. Sure. Yeah, get that. I get that. It, but... the it, it takes... It would probably take, if, if I had to guess, to make an absolutely, you know, we're talking like Mar Super Mario Odyssey level of, you know, content, gameplay. It's probably a three to four year process. But that still means that 2017 should have been, okay... It's time, it's time to release this. And at the very latest, I get maybe you wanted to keep everyone playing Battlefront despite how, how I don't know, controversial it was. Sure, maybe. But you've got to think, okay, holiday season 2018, there's not a single Star Wars movie there. Prime, nothing is going on in Star Wars. Prime time, I would think, for a video game publisher to release a fully completed you know, single-player Star Wars game. When nothing else was going on, we weren't getting our next piece of Star Wars, big Star Wars content. I'm sure we're getting books and stuff throughout. But the next TV show or movie is not coming out till 
holiday 2019. So a full year to, you know, to get indulged to this game. And nothing. Just not, not, not even anything to speak of except for, you know, Fallen Order, which is... And now they're going to be competing with Episode Nine. They're going to be competing with two different TV shows, right? Cassian and Mandalorian are both coming out. I think both, yeah. So it's going to be three major things are going to be competing against. And again, and then, and then let's think about this too. Battlefront is probably going to have an Episode Nine DLC. They, they've oh, already right. said they've already said it's kind of mandatory that they do a DLC for every movie that comes out while the game is out. So we can expect that. And who knows what they're doing with the TV shows. So now that that's four things, you know, you could say they're going to be competing against. Why they didn't have a game ready to go in December of 2018 is beyond. I mean, actually, I, I you know, they're, they're stupid. <laughs> they're awful decision makers, as we can tell. Yeah. Um, and they have totally dropped the ball. It's just crazy that there's not a single game, single, single, single player you know, dedicated again. I mean, yeah, like, oh, yeah, but we had this Battlefront 2 campaign. Like, you, you had a four-hour glorification of Star Wars. <laughs> you know, like, it, we played as a Stormtrooper for about 20 minutes, and all of a sudden she hops over to the Rebels, and it's just, uh, just, a, just, a re, just, uh, just a rehash of what's already, we already know what happened in between episodes 6 and 7. It was still fun, though. It was fun. It was fun, but it was four hours. I, can, I beat the campaign in an afternoon. I mean, come on. Should we talk about something fun? We should. I'm done. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I'm, my frustration has... It's just... It's, it's crazy. If anyone's listening still after our rant... Congratulations. Congratulations. And I want to hear whatever, what anyone else thinks. I, a lot of people aren't happy with EA. And they have due reason to be. Because this it's, it's just absurd what they haven't done. So, Jeff, what do you want to talk about? Why don't we talk about the new Spider-Man trailer. Let's do that. Thank you, Spider-Man. That was so good. Hey, sorry I'm late. Happy. You look nice. Thank you. You too. Thank you. New dress? Yes, it is. How'd you know? (laughs) What just happened? Planning a trip? Mm-hmm. Going to Europe. It's a school trip. Did you get your passport? Peter Parker here to pick up a passport, please. Mini toothpaste? Mm-hmm. Pack your suit. I just want to go on my trip with my friends. Europe doesn't really need a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. <laughs> you look really pretty. Therefore, I have value. No, no, that's not I'm right. messing with you. <laughs> you look pretty, too. I just want to spend some time with MJ. I think she really likes me, too. That reminds me when I first fell in love. I had just finished my food call. So nice to finally meet you, Spider-Man. You're Nick Fury. Put some clothes on. Let's go for a ride. Is he going to be okay like that? Might want to turn him over so he doesn't swallow his tongue. I think Nick Fury just hijacked our summer vacation. Awesome! You got gifts, Parker. But you have a job to do. Are you going to step up or not? You're all alone. Your friends are in trouble. You don't want any part of this. Who is that guy? He's like Iron Man and Thor rolled into one. He's no Spider-Man. What is it with you and Spider-Man? What, he looks out for the neighborhood, has a dope suit, and I really respect him. Sup, dickwad? Which Tristan just watched this morning because he had no idea there was a Spider-Man trailer. Yeah, how? how I, I'm upset. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't think know. you were so revved up 
about EA that you really just didn't even care about, you know, Spider-Man. That is true. That is true. <laughs> Blasphemy. Yeah. <laughs> but, I will say, I did like the trailer. It was quiet for me for some reason. I was just listening to this now. It just wouldn't, wouldn't get loud. I don't know. I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was, like, another application took, you know, the, the priority audio. I don't know what it was, but what I saw, I liked it a lot. It looked like it's going to be a little bit more of a serious sequel to uh, Homecoming, which is fine. Um, but I am definitely looking forward to it. Oh, I, I still think you're going to have your fun parts in there, because it is Spider-Man. Yeah, that is true. So, but yeah, I, I really enjoy the trailer, and the, the thing that got me, that got, I'm pretty sure most fans, was Mysterio. Um, the shot of him flying, and he actually has the fishbowl on his head, I was like, oh my god, they did the fishbowl. I am so happy. But, yeah, and I mentioned before we started recording that my wife embarrassed me after we watched the trailer for the first time. She was able to tell that was Jake Gyllenhaal right away, <laughs> and I didn't because I was just so mesmerized by the trailer that I wasn't, didn't even recognize. I just asked her after the trailer was over, who's the guy in the beard? Because I was trying to figure out who that was, and she was like, are you serious? That was Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, hey, Tristan and I, like, when I first watched it, and then when Tristan just watched it, we both initially thought it was Tony Stark. Well, it wasn't even like, <laughs> for me, it was, I thought it was Iron Man in a suit flying when that massive wave comes up. Okay. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, whoa! I was like, is he actually in this too? I'm like, wait, no, no. Yeah, I was like, wait, no, 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 no. Yeah. He shouldn't have had the goatee. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he shouldn't. But, no, Iron Man, nowhere in uh, nowhere in sight. In the in these trailers, nope. Yeah. Well, he's they already said he's not he's not going to be in this movie. Okay. Okay. I miss that yeah. little piece of news. Well, of course, everybody is obsessing over where it falls yeah. after Infinity War. And I'm like... It's before Infinity War. And it's like, it'll be answered. Just yes, just relax. 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 Just, just be happy that there's a trailer. You knew this movie was coming out. So, don't be saying... You've been clamoring for the trailer since before Thanksgiving when it was shown in Brazil. Right. It's just frustrating. I'm like, come on. You, you knew they were all, they're all going to come back somehow. But, well, I, I mean, they, they did say some of them might not be coming back, right. but but obsessing, like, okay, wait, but wait, what about, this? like, I saw somebody took a screen grab of when uh, Happy was bringing the uh, big check in, and they're like, look, Pepper, Pepper's signature's on this check, this means that Tony didn't survive, and it's like, no, people, Tony gave oh the goodness. Stark Foundation and all, and, you know, Stark Industries over to Pepper in, like, the second or third movie, you know, right. So it's like it would stand the reason that she would sign those checks. It's like, ugh, people, yeah, calm down. <laughs> for, for a guy that just got caught up on all the Marvel movies, so they're all sort of so fresh in my head, you're right. Well, her, her signature's on the check, so what? You know, she's running the company. So Well, from what I read, like, I read some, of course, this is just all rumor and stuff. I read that, like, this movie takes place minutes after Endgame. So it's like, but... Can, is that can you take that as fact or, or what? Right. You know, we'll have to wait until was it January? Uh, I mean, July to yeah. find out. Yeah, so it's like calm down, people. Yeah, let them play it out, and I'm pretty sure most everybody will be happy. So yeah, I mean, and, you know, I'm pretty new to the Marvel. You know, I guess fan fan base. Yeah, fan base, and uh, and so like I really started. I really started getting the Marvel actually. Was Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm. And so, like, I knew, but, like, are, are Marvel fans this impatient? Like, yes. Star Wars fans, you know, wait decades and you don't really complain, and Marvel fans are complaining mm. about... Mm. Do, do Star Wars fans not complain? Well, now that, <laughs> we're spoiled. Now, now that we're spoiled, you know, people want stuff and they want it now, but... but Yeah, I mean, like, you know, we... we, we I remember back when I was a kid... We had to wait three years between movies to get answers. It's like... Yep. Calm down, people. You, you only have to wait a year. That's yeah, right. Or, yeah, and so, but, but you know, I, I guess, yeah. But still, like, come on, people, just, just, just watch the movies, you know? Like, That's exactly it. Everything will be answered. Do we need to really, you know, do you guys really need to start going crazy before you even know what happens? Like, that's just, 
a little bit unnecessary. Exactly. A little bit melodramatic, in my opinion, but... Just a tad. You know? Oh, well. You always have these people. Yeah, I guess that's that's the <clears throat> the good and the bad of the fans, you know. Yep. You always yeah. have these it's, people that you know make me, you know, <clears throat> not think of something to say in response. So, like, just, the, like on one hand, they're excited because they want to see more, but on the other hand, they really obsess over this stuff. Right. They calm yourself down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Take a breath. Count to three. Breathe. And go Breathe. watch the trailer again and just smile. Exactly. So, it's always something. Well, yeah. That's the way fans are. Yeah. Well, we we didn't have nearly enough to talk about with Spider-Man if we did EA. <laughs> no. But hopefully when we switch over to the other side, the DC side. Oh, I think we will. Because we are finally going to give our opinions on what we all thought. Waterboy 2. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but the Body Boucher story. <laughs> so, Tristan, what did you yeah. think of Aquaman? Legend has it that one day, a new king will come. Who will use the power of the trident to put Atlantis back together again. It's the exact spot that Volko gave me my first swimming lesson. I already know how to swim. Not even close. You have to forget all the teaching of the surface world. Go deeper. Uncover your Atlantean instincts. He spent his entire life training. Training to be the best. My parents made me what I am. I am the protector of the deep. In this trident resides the power of Atlantis. In the wrong hands, it would bring destruction. But in the hands of the true heir, it would unite above and below. The time has come for Atlantis to rise again. We must stop him. And how do you propose we do that? By retrieving this. I already got one of those. Not like this one you don't. The war is coming to the surface, whether you like it or not. Your mother always knew you were special. She believed you'd be the one to unite our two worlds. Atlantis has always had a king. Now I need something more. But what could be greater than a king? A hero. Wow, I was, I was impressed. I it was. I think that with between this and um, and Wonder Woman, I can kind of sense you know the, the recurring style or feel to these movies, and I like it. And I, I really do like it. I, I think that they're kind of creating their own identity. They're doing some origin stories, which is nice. They're kind of, I guess, re revamping or just kind of getting some life, you know into them now, and I really liked Aquaman. Uh, I thought that it was, it looked beautiful. That movie was, you know, it was awesome to look at. A good story, of course. Jason Momoa did an awesome job as Aquaman. We already knew he would. Um, and for, you know, Aquaman, who I, before this, paid, you know, no attention to at all, now, now I'm a fan. Now I'm a fan. I, I'm liking, uh, I'm liking it, and I'm hoping that the sequel, which I think has already been confirmed, right? Yes. Yes. Hopefully the sequel just keeps on expanding off of this, and we almost kind of get a uh, kind of like I don't know. It'd just be cool to just see this take off. and get almost like a Thor-like, you know, trio or trilogy of movies. Which actually, now there's four Thor movies, aren't there? No, three. Three. Mm -hmm. That's right. Ragnarok is the third. Yes. Um, but if we got something like that, then that that would be awesome. 
I, I loved it. And his suit. Oh, man, his suit at the end. Heck, yeah. <laughs> that was that was awesome. Jason? Well, <clears throat> as, uh, you know, I'm not exactly the biggest DC movie fan. Um, I think, you know, I think uh, they've dropped the ball more than they've uh, scored a touchdown, I guess, to say. Um, but uh, I really... I really liked it. I liked it a lot. Um, I was really hesitant on seeing it because from my experience with Jason Momoa as an actor, just things I've seen him in, he's been very bland and wooden to me. But uh, it's like I said, I think he just needed maybe the right role. And I think as Arthur, I think he I think he found his role because it looked like he was having a blast doing it the whole time. And, uh, you know, like the story was great. Um, I mean, everybody, like wants to point similarities between other movies is like well it's an origin movie so there are going to be similarities to right. others like you know but uh like a lot of people point to um <clears throat> like black panther and stuff with the you know basically you know the brother the brother thing or in black panther's case the cousin thing but um but yeah i mean i enjoyed it a lot um it, it's it's a definitely a uh, big step in the right direction um because like, only two of the DC movies I have been, like, universally loved them, and that was Wonder Woman and this one, Aquaman. Um, I mean, I enjoyed... Well, I mean, I'm talking about these new ones. Oh, okay. These, these okay. new DC movies. Um, like, like I, I mean, I kind of did a roundabout way with these DC movies. Like, uh, you know, I saw Man of Steel, and then I, I was eh on that, and I skipped over Batman vs. Superman. And then I saw Suicide Squad. Absolutely hated it. Oh. Uh, <laughs> What's the second like, one coming out? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I'm not seeing Wonder Woman. And then my mom and my brother told me how good it was. And I went and saw that. And then I went back and I gave Batman vs. Superman a chance. And I actually liked that. And then I saw Justice League. And, you know, yeah, Justice League isn't a great movie, but it's a fun movie. But uh, kind of sold, you know, Wonder Woman. I think Wonder Woman was is probably the main reason why. I even gave Aquaman a chance was because that was so good. Um, and it's like I said, unfortunately, though, for Wonder Woman, it's now my second favorite DC movie. Aquaman is my favorite now. So, you know, but uh, I loved it. And uh, I've seen it twice now. So I hope to see it maybe another time before it leaves theaters. Wow. <laughs> okay. Of course, I will save myself for last because... Anybody that listens to the Canto cast or follows me on Twitter or Facebook knows that I guess I am the quote DC guy. Um, oh, I love DC. Don't get me wrong. No, I'm just saying because yes, I I post and tweet a lot about how much I love the DCEU, and yeah. I, I do. I grew up more with Batman and Superman than oh, and let me throw Spider Man in there. He was the only, the one Marvel. Yeah, Ben Ali Spider-Man. Oh, I can't because he's one of my favorites. So I grew up with them. I really didn't even know the difference between Marvel and DC until I got into high school. So I just thought they were all superheroes to me. And what's the big deal? Yeah, I don't discriminate. Right. (laughs) And I still try not to discriminate because I still yell at people and say, "Why why can't I be a fan of both? Why? Why do I have it's, to trash It's ridiculous one? that you, people think, oh, you're either Marvel or DC. No, you're not. You can like both. Exactly. You can like both. <laughs> but anyway, I really enjoyed Aquaman. It sort of surprised me a little bit, but I enjoyed all the performances by Jason Momoa, Amber Heard. Um, oh, my goodness. Who played Warm? Oh, why can't I? Patrick Wilson. Thank you. For some reason, I can never remember his name. Love his performance. I even loved Django Fett in the movie. He was awesome as Arthur's father. I'm not going to say his name. No disrespect, but I do not want to butcher it. Tomorrow. There you go. Thank you. (laughs) I was waiting for someone to pronounce it for me. And Black Manta, it's like they took him off the pages of the comic book and put him into the movie. That's how awesome that costume was. Well, um... Like that, that was the one thing I, I saw before going in is there, everybody, everybody was like, my God, Black Panther steals a movie. Black Panther steals a movie. I saw him like, he's in it 10 minutes. Yeah, he didn't steal <laughs> the movie. The parts he was in was freaking awesome. But I'm like, he's yeah, in it he 10 minutes. I think you better give to the sequel for him to well, steal yeah. a movie because they Even set that up. The, 
the credit scene. Yeah, they set that up beautifully. So, yeah, he's going to be in the second one, no doubt. But, yeah, because I think when I first saw it, I heard a lot of people, like, gasp when you saw Manta fall. And they were like, no, they didn't just kill him. And I was like, no, they didn't. He's going to be fine. Yeah, they're not going to kill someone like that. Then again, that's the same thing I said about Darth Maul in episode <laughs> one. But um, that's different. But yeah, he, he, he's going to be back, and the credit scene proved me right. So yeah, I just can't wait for the second one, see where they take it. And But now, thanks to Aquaman, I've, I'm even more jazzed up for Wonder Woman 84. And but before that, it even got me more jazzed up for Shazam. Eh. And now I'm, I know, eh. But I think it looks like a fun movie. Uh, funny. I don't know. Just, uh, is that is that the one that? Okay, I think I mistaken him for the Flash. Is that the one I could be thinking of? It could be. He has a big lightning bolt in his chest. Yep, yep, that would be him. Um, yeah. I first, okay, I'm not gonna lie because I don't know DC that well. At first, I honestly thought that was a parody. Oh no no no. No, Sh- Shazam's lie. real, but yeah. that, back no, in I the know. day, his... I, I, after, I realized, like, wait, was that, wait, no, that's a, that's a real thing, I'm like, oh. Well, actually, uh, actually, okay. Tristan, oh, if you go Google Shazam, you'll find out that his original name was Captain Marvel. Yeah, and then DC did something stupid and let the thing go, and then Marvel Snatched copyrighted Captain Marvel. Um, Jeff, before we, like, really get into that stuff, like, did, can I say two things about Aquaman? Yeah, go ahead. Well, one was, like, I, I thought, for the most part, like, the effects were amazing. I would say 99% of them. I think the de-aging that they did, oh, yeah. specifically on Tamora Morrison, was terrible. Yeah, that didn't look too good. <laughs> it's like they just took that very, you know, because he has that very distinct face. With right, like, right. The, and they just, it looked like they just smoothed his face out. Yeah. Um, and the second thing was, it, it was, I mean on their part was smart because you know any chance that they got to have him take his shirt off yeah you know they took it and any chance that they had to get amber heard wet they took that too yeah, yeah well <laughs> that didn't bother me on either one because oh, no, I'm, I, I believe me i'm not complaining because like i said it was smart on their part because yep. you know you have jason momo up there for the for the women and then you have amber well. heard up there for the guys and Honestly, like like you said, not complaining about either. You know, yeah, I mean, he, I mean he's a good-looking guy. <laughs> I, I'm gonna, I'll say this right now. I mean, yes, Amber Heard's very attractive. That in mind yeah, at all. Yeah, but yeah. then again, Jason Momoa. Yes, I'll say right now, he's one of my man crushes. Oh yeah, so, I mean, yeah. believe me. Like I would, like I, I saw him in an interview where he says when he does conventions and stuff, yeah, you know, with uh, couples. He says, like, a lot of times, it's, you know, it's the same thing where he's, like, hugging the girl and he's, like, pushing the guy away. He said, but on occasion, it's, like, the guy will be, like, I want you to do that with, you know, I want you to hug me and push her away. I'd be, like, dude, hug me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, it's just, like, you know, Chris Helmsworth. Chris Helmsworth's one of my man crushes. So, you know, I didn't mind the shirtless stuff at all and, you know, the wet stuff. Yeah. That like I said, nice. smart, it was smart on their part to do both. Yeah. You yeah. have yeah. something for everybody, you know? Yeah. Yep. Anyway, um, Shazam, yes, I'm excited for it. I used to watch the old TV show from when I was a little kid growing up, and this this is a superhero I would never, ever guess would have gotten a freaking movie. And just so yeah, happens he is. the only one. <laughs> and I think... It looks like they're going to do a good job for it. And I know all the jokes people are saying about, oh, it's just uh, big as a superhero. Well, it is. Come on. It is, but come on, man. It's That's how he was written years ago. He came out before big. Come yeah, on. Yeah, I know. But but it is. It, but I mean, like what they're, they're comparing. Like, they're not like, yeah, I don't think it's a slam. I just think they're saying it's. Right. What well, if I think they're comparing it, but. Know, superhero. Some people take it as far as, you know, they're just ripping off Big. No, they're not. Shazam has been around before Big was even a thought. This may be a know. sign of my, like, when I was born, but it was Big. Oh, Big is uh, Tom, Tom Hanks. Hanks. From about 30 years ago. Yep, that's um, why I don't know it. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, it, it's uh, what it is is uh, it's a kid who wishes he was big, and the next day he wakes up and he's thirty years old and he's Tom Hanks. Interesting. Yeah, it's actually a very. It's a very good movie. Yes, it is. I have to watch that. Yep. I have a Tom Hanks fan, so yeah, it is a very good movie. Yeah, that, that's that's my only beef with with people that yes, you can compare it to Big, but when you start you know saying that oh, all DC's doing is ripping off old eighties movies. No, no, they're not. Go back and read the source material, and you'll find out that Billy Batson was around before. What was his name in Big? Uh, Josh Baskin. There you go, Josh Baskin. So, yeah, Billy came before Josh, so that's all I gotta say about that. If you could have one superpower, what would you pick? Everybody chooses flight. You know why? So they can fly away from this conversation. No, because heroes fly. Billy Bats. I choose you. As champion. What are your superpowers? Superpowers, dude? I don't even know how to pee in this thing. Be on You're like a bad guy, down. right? Be on Sit down. Be on Gentlemen. I'm bulletproof. <laughs> You're dead. Sorry about your window. Have a good but night. You're welcome for not getting robbed. Oh, hey. What's up? I'm a superhero. Well, this was the part of the episode where Tristan, Jason, and I were going to do our most anticipated films of 2019. But I messed up when I was editing. I mixed and rendered all my tracks, and then I figured out that, hey, I had two tracks embedded on top of each other, and it sounds like we're repeating ourselves. So I didn't want to put that out to you people. I expect better of myself with the auto quality because I feel like I am getting better at that. I hope I'm getting better at it. Let me know. You know, tweet at us and let me know if, you know, my audio quality is getting any better. I just want to come on here and do this little solo ending recap of what films that we are looking forward to in 2019. So you have a nice wrap up to this episode instead of it just ending. So, of course, we are all looking forward to Star Wars Episode Nine. I think that's the big one that's coming out this year that most listeners to the Canto Cast are looking forward to. Uh, of course, we're all looking forward to Spider-Man Far From Home, Avengers Endgame, Toy Story 4, Captain Marvel. We are looking forward to Shazam, at least I am. If you listen to the little part right before the editing was screwed up, I do a little rant about Shazam and... Everybody has their own opinion. I think Shazam looks like it's going to be amazing, but, you know, that's just my opinion. Don't don't at me. Um, there is Men in Black International is one I personally am looking forward to. There is Tristan's looking forward to The Joker that's coming out, and I had mentioned as a DC fan, this, this one's probably lower on my list just because... It's not part of the DCEU. It's this new thing that DC's trying to do called DC Dark. I will eventually see it. Probably not in theaters, but I will see it and render my own opinion on it. But right now, I'm a, I'm a fan of the DCEU, and I'm not so sure about this DC Dark that they're trying to do. Um, of course, Jason's looking forward to John Wick Chapter 3, which I have not seen Chapters 1 or 2, so... I have to get caught up with those eventually. Eventually, sometime. I don't know when. Um, the Lego Movie 2 is another one that Jason mentioned. Um, let me see. I am scrolling through them here to see which ones that I remember us mentioning. Zombieland 2 is one that Tristan mentioned to me. And I was kind of shocked because I thought Zombieland 2 was scheduled for 2020. But apparently it is coming out this year. Um, another one is the Terminator movie, which is untitled at this time, but hey, Schwarzenegger's back, Linda Hamilton's back, I'm back. I will see this one. And other than that, of course, I really don't... Excuse me, no. No, Tristan did mention Hellboy, the reboot of Hellboy, which we were all kind of like, eh, I don't know. But 
Yeah. Um, there's another one I just saw in here that I didn't mention yesterday when we were recording that I'm looking forward to is Godzilla King of the Monsters. I did not see the first Godzilla reboot. I will see that before I see this one. I want to see this one really bad because I like Millie Bobby Brown and I think she's an amazing young talent and I want to see this movie just because she's in it. But also, yeah, I do like a good Godzilla movie now and then, every now and then. So we'll see. And of course, another personal one that I would like to see is It Chapter 2. I loved It Chapter 1. I think it was a little bit better than the original I saw back in the 80s when I was younger. This It Chapter 2, I am really looking forward to, so can't wait to see that one as well. But other than that, like I said, I think I covered them all pretty well. This is going to be a shorter than what we wanted episode because of my little mess up. But unfortunately, things happen. And I couldn't control it. I couldn't fix it. So, unfortunately, you just have me here at the end rambling to myself, talking to a computer screen, and letting you know what movies we're looking forward to. But next week, if you tune in next week, we're not going to wait for episode 60 for another film commentary. Oh, no, no, no. We are doing a film commentary next week, people. Get ready for our Rogue One film commentary. I was thinking... The other night, hey, why don't we just save every 10th episode for the saga film? Since we're watching those in order and doing commentaries, we'll save those for the for the every 10th episode. And we'll surprise you every now and then with a out-of-the-blue commentary like we're doing next week with Rogue One. And hopefully we'll be doing soon with Fanboys. We've been talking about doing Fanboys commentary. It will be coming. So look forward to that. Look forward to next week and Rogue One. And until then, for Tristan, Jason, and myself, may the Force be with you. The Force will be with you. Always. That's not how the Force works. Life is about passions. Thank you for sharing ours. This has been the CantoCast. May, May the, the force, force be with you. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go. Oh.